Support for this podcast comes from Outdoor Supply Hardware, inviting listeners to OSHA's big anniversary sale celebration, May 20th through the 26th, featuring daily deals, $15,000 in giveaways, 20% off store-wide on Saturday and Sunday, and a lot more. Learn more at OSH.com. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Mari Bolaños in San Francisco. Governor Gavin Newsom and State Senator Brian Daly sparred over the economy, climate, and more in a debate at KQED on Sunday. KQED politics reporter Guy Marzarotti has more. Newsom opened the debate on the attack, repeatedly challenging the Republican Daly's voting record in the legislature on issues like reducing carbon emissions. You've opposed our climate package. You continue to double down on talking points of the big oil companies. Uh, You consistently vote against efforts to address the underlying issue we're trying to address. Daly charged Newsom with turning a blind eye to the state while the governor attacked red state policies. The governor is focused on his message to America. Californians are fleeing California for one reason, because they can't afford to live here, and he's out of touch with everyday, hardworking, middle-class Californians. KQED's Marisa Lagos put the question of presidential ambitions to Newsom. You're asking voters for four more years. Do you commit to serving all four? Yes. Moments later, Daly was asked if he acknowledges Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 election. Well, I, 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 yes, I agree that he won the election, but I wonder sometimes if he actually realizes that he's president of the United States. Of course he recognizes, and that's if a, I, if you're I may, insulting the president if, of the United if States. I may, of course he understands he's president of the United States. The debate marked the only meeting between Newsom and Daly before Election Day. Today is the last day to register online to vote in that election. For the California Report, I'm Guy Marzarati. Following yesterday's debate, Governor Gavin Newsom was asked for the first time to go on record on whether two L.A. city council members, Kevin DeLeon and Hill Cedillo, should resign after they took part in a taped conversation that involved racist and offensive language. I think they should. I want to give them space, but I think I was very clear with Nuri that she did the right thing, and I think the others should do the same. Why did you want to give them space? I wanted to provide the opportunity for them to justify what they were said, what they said, and the opportunity to be transparent about what they said. And uh, so we're hoping and uh, looking forward to announcements soon. Since the audio recording was leaked two weeks ago, Newsom has only issued two statements and had not previously called on any of the council members to resign. Former council president Nuri Martinez has stepped down, but De Leon continues to push back, telling several media outlets he will not resign and it'll take a recall to remove him from office. Cedillo is a lame duck, having lost his re-election bid earlier this year. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. 
the land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Now we continue our look at the November ballot with Proposition 30. It's the plan to tax the wealthy to pay for electric vehicle incentives. The measure has split Governor Gavin Newsom from his fellow Democrats. KQED's Kevin Stark explains the measure and the split. California has set an ambitious goal to phase out the sale of new gasoline cars, but it's still struggling with thorny issues. How to make electric vehicles affordable? Who will pay for the public charging stations? And environmentalists thought they had the solution. It's one planet. We're in it together. We have to take the steps to ensure that climate change is abated and reversed. Denny Zane is the former mayor of Santa Monica. He has a long history of pushing Californians to raise taxes to pay for clean transportation. He convinced Los Angeles voters on a sales tax hike to pay for public transit in 2008 and 2016. We went to the ballot and it worked. L.A. now has about $120 billion over the next 40 years coming to invest in transportation. After those wins, Zane wanted to go bigger. He and other California Democrats conceived of Proposition 30, a clean air initiative that would raise the income tax on Californians who make more than $2 million a year to pay for electric car rebates, charging stations, and wildfire prevention. Prop 30 is an innovative measure that all Californians must support as if their lives depend on it. Oakland's Mayor Libby Schaaf says climate change and air pollution are killing Californians and is one of the state's many Democrats supporting the bill. Most of them were shocked when Newsom, who banned the sale of new gasoline cars after 2035, opposed it. Electric vehicles and wildfire prevention are two of Newsom's top state priorities. He's already committed to spending $10 billion to help people buy EVs. So he says Prop 30 is redundant and its funding model is flawed. Since so many of the state's wealthiest rely on the stock market for their income, their taxes can fluctuate wildly. One strong recession could crater the program. Newsom starred solo in an advertisement warning Californians not to vote for the measure. Don't be fooled. Prop 30 is being advertised as a climate initiative. But in reality, it was devised by a single corporation to funnel state income taxes to benefit their company. The corporation is the ride-hailing giant Lyft. The company has spent tens of millions of dollars bankrolling the campaign in support. California recently mandated that 9 out of 10 miles for ride-hailing companies must be with an EV by 2030. Lyft wants the state to invest in the charging infrastructure. This measure would do that and fund rebates that would make cars cheaper for its drivers, too. Lyft president John Zimmer pushed back on Newsom's assertion that the measure was devised by the company. This is about the health of our neighbors and communities. That's why we agreed to get involved when environmental leaders approached us with their plan to reduce California emissions. Prop 30 has majority support among likely voters, according to a recent poll. 
Governor Newsom's opposition could put a dent in that support. For his part, transit activist Denny Zane thought Newsom would be a partner in this fight. I thought it was great. We finally had somebody who was going to help back the signature drive. Suddenly, it's like a scheme. That's just wrong. That's just a mistake. And he says he won't stop pushing. The state estimates the measure would generate billions over the next two decades if it passes in November. For the California Report, I'm Kevin Stark. And that's the California Report for Monday, October 24th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. And remember, you can get all your statewide news on the California Report podcast. Subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. The California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just healthcare system. On the web at chcf.org health-equity. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel FALCOR-2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmidtocean.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support.